The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Join the discussion at Pain.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. All right, folks, it is Friday, ladies and gentlemen, Friday evening, Saturday morning, and uh, some exciting news, folks, exciting news for you and for me. I've got three guests lined up today. So, this is going to be fantastic. On Sunday, I'll be conducting two interviews, all right? While you're out having a good time, I will be here at the Dustin Gold Standard Studio recording two interviews. First interview, folks, I can announce it now because it's locked in, is going to be with Legal Man, all right, of the podcast The Quash. I've interviewed him once before. He is a wealth of knowledge, highly entertaining gentleman. Some of you may follow him on Twitter at U.S. Crime Review. He used to be U.S. Law Review, but he ended up in Twitter jail so many times he had to change his name. And his account is set to private, so I'm not exactly sure how that works. If you don't follow him now, I don't know if you can follow him. I don't know. We'll find out from him on Sunday when we conduct that interview. But we are going to talk about... A wide range of topics, folks. First off, he has a movie coming out uh, called The Jones Plantation, which is sort of this allegory. It was written by Larkin Rose, who's big in the freedom movement. And it's this allegory, basically how we grew out of Chateau slavery into debt slavery. So that's going to be an exciting conversation. Uh, Also, we're going to talk about his old website that he really hasn't kept up with, but some fantastic stuff I've been reading on there from the old days, all about lies and lies and lies and how to basically understand how the system works and how the lies work and this way when you're reading information you're watching the news you'll be able to dissect the lies so we're going to get into that we're going to get into his lysander uh, spooner series which has been downright fascinating folks i've been following it for about a year i think he's been working on that so we're going to get into the spooner series And then we're going to generally talk about the stuff that is going on today. I'll bring up some of the topics that we've been covering here and see what he knows about them because he is a wealth of knowledge when it comes to all of, not the conspiracy theories, the conspiracies that were committed by our government, you know, in our name. So we're going to do that, folks, on Sunday, and I'm going to air that Monday morning when I fill in for the Thomas Paine podcast, the mothership of this Paine.tv slash gold operation, ladies and gentlemen. Then I just lined up Dana. I don't want to give out his last name, but he's from Paine.tv slash gold. He has been sending me 
Intelligence, on Operation Paperclip, on MK Ultra, on experiments I didn't even know that were going on that the Soviet Union was conducting in their quest to build the supreme being, in their quest to sort of bring to fruition this idea of transhumanism. And in fact, I've told you before, Soviet Union was kind of a technocracy. So we'll get into that with Dana. He just is a wealth of knowledge. Folks, I talked to him today for about an hour, and I said, damn it, we should have recorded this conversation because it was fascinating. And so we're going to get into all sorts of stuff, I think, on that interview. And he sounds like somebody that may turn into a regular guest because sometimes I get quite lonely over here, folks. And I'm just talking to you guys the whole time, reviewing articles, analyzing videos, trying to put the pieces together. And sometimes it's great to be able to spitball with someone else who is aware of this stuff, but who has studied different elements than you have, you know, in my case, than I have. So it's going to be great. And uh, and then finally, I just lined up another guest through the booking agency that brought us the Broadway producer who told us about live entertainment technology, the fusion of live entertainment and engaging tech. And I learned quite a bit from that, you know, although it's, it, you know, I don't promote technology, but I learned a lot from that. This person has developed a video platform that uh, and I just looked at it briefly, so I don't know the whole thing yet. I'll obviously do my research before the interview. I'm not sure exactly when that one is going to take place, but this guy built a platform that's supposedly supposed to stop you from being tricked by deep fake videos, uh, fake news, fake reviews, and fake products. And it has something to do with uploading videos to their secure servers, and then they're somehow kind of timestamped and they supposedly can't be manipulated. I don't know. I have to look into it because I don't know anything about the tech as I've showed you in past episodes. There's people working on that kind of technology so you never know if they're sincere, where they come from. But again, I'm opening the doors up to talk about this kind of stuff because every interview we conduct, every person I speak with, I pick up intelligence and therefore I assume that you pick up intelligence as well. So we'll be doing that interview and then i am for a fourth guest trying to squeeze maria albanese back in here uh soon because i want to talk to her about some research that she's doing on the world economic forums merger with the dubai smart world that they're building over there and so i'm going to try to bring her in and then a fifth guest that i'm working on now is a guy that I met here. I mentioned to him to you before. He was an architect and an engineer, uh, older gentleman, but he is into homeopathy and he believes technology is going to destroy humanity. Uh, he comes from the left. That's fine with me. Uh, as long as you are against technocratic transhumanism, uh, you are on my team. As you know, I believe this is a war being waged against humanity. And so they have us arguing at the 
the surface level, they have us fighting over, you know, race and ethnicity and everything, when in fact, they're going to try to wipe out the human race. So we're going to have to start reaching across the proverbial aisle, folks, and start talking to people uh, that are on the side of humanity. So I'm working on getting him in here. I've had many conversations with him. It's just kind of loosening him up and getting him to want to come on here and have a conversation because he's not um, seeking any kind of attention. These are his personal thoughts based on his research over the years. He's kind of a hermit type guy, but uh, really intelligent, really fascinating. So I am working on that. And then also, just so you know, keep your eye out for this. Uh, Once our baby is born and everything sort of settles back down, I am working on a one-week long series, so it'll be the whole week in which I am going to go through a book written in the 70s called Birth Without Violence, um, a book that my mother read actually before I was born, and then my wife and I read it, and that's kind of what inspired us on our journey to do this birth naturally and at home. So I'm going to start off with that book um, because it's sort of difficult to find. I, I believe you have to get used copies. I was able to find three used copies and I bought all three. So we're going to do that book. And then I'm looking at uh, bringing in one of our midwives or a couple of our midwives. It depends from the midwifery we used, our doula, uh, and then the doctor who we are using the pedi- uh, as our pediatrician. Uh, and then this woman who we met who had three children with the midwifery, and she has sort of been our non-official homeopathy coach. Uh, she is trained in homeopathy. She's getting ready to launch a consulting business. So I'm going to make the whole week all about natural birth, home birth, uh, and then talking to these Uh, People that have worked within the Rockefeller Medical Complex who have withdrawn, become midwives, become doulas, uh, become doctors that are focused on holistic and homeopathy. So we're going to do a whole week on that, but I want to just have the baby born first. It's too much to try to organize four or five guests and everything uh, with that going on. So I've got the few guests that we're working on now, and then we'll do a whole week on natural birth, natural remedies, homeopathy, and everything else. It'll be a a series. And um, hopefully my baby will be sitting right here next to me during the show. So no, it's going to be great. I've got it all kind of blocked out. I know where I want to go with it. And during that week, I may also bring in one of the farmers who we've bought a lot of our vegetables from, basically supplemented everything we were able to grow in our garden. So we've been working with her since uh, I think last April. And so she's going to come on. And then in the spring, we're actually going to shoot um, like an hour mini doc around her farm. And she's going to show how she grows everything. Her focus has been for the last 18 years growing vegetables in harmony with nature. And so she doesn't use chemicals or pesticides or anything like that. She's going to show some of the tricks to that. And we're going to talk about her history that goes all the way back pretty much to the founding of this country. She had uh, some relatives that were pretty damn close to Amish. So it's going to be a great conversation. So I might work her in that week. And then that whole week will be focused on natural birth and home birth and eating healthy and working with your local farm. So 
that'll be kind of escape from the matrix and talking about the matrix, but actually talking about how to exit the matrix and the steps you can make to exit the matrix. I think that's important that we keep going back to that. That's all part of the solutions to the problems, you know, within your personal life, folks. So I think that's going to be great. All right. Now, where are we, folks? We are stuck kind of the last uh, couple of episodes. I've been focusing on the rise in, I believe, the orchestrated rise in mental illness, the expansion of mental health issues here in the United States and around the world caused by social media, by the internet, by AI and robots replacing people in their jobs, by the ushering in of the fourth industrial revolution technologies, and then also with everything that has happened since COVID land, the high school theater production. So people being locked up in solitary confinement, issues going on at home, depression, anxiety, everything growing out of the transition here during the fourth industrial revolution. So I've been focusing on that because at the same same time that I'm seeing the studies come out on the increase in mental illness, I'm seeing this big push for psychedelics. And so we reviewed several of the types of psychedelics they're rolling out. And they are working around the clock to push the psychedelics into the medical field as replacements for Rockefeller pharmaceuticals. Now, Don't think that they're giving you some kind of magic mushrooms that they picked out in the woods. All of this stuff is genetically modified. It is, you know, lab tweaked. It's all made by the same companies that are making the vaccines and the drugs that we hate so much. So when I see someone say, I'm going to replace uh, my, you know, Adderall with uh, ketamine or my Adderall with uh, psilocybin mushroom juice, you know, it's like, okay, well, you're going from one big pharma drug to the other. I'd rather see people get off the drugs and repair themselves in other ways. Uh, you know, again, if, if you have issues, I don't blame you for using these things. I'm not judging people. We're stuck in the middle of the matrix. Some of us are just waking up to this, and now we're trying to figure out how to live one foot in and one foot out. So part of this show is I'm presenting this evidence. I'm not judging anybody who has to use this stuff, but I am making you aware of it, ladies and gentlemen. So we are talking about mental illness. We are talking about the psychedelics coming in. The coupling of the psychedelics with the virtual reality glasses. And the reason why, let's not lose focus, is because this is an extension of MK Ultra Mind Control, the CIA's program that ran uh, from, you know, about 1953 to 1964, headed up by Sidney Gottlieb, the CIA chemist who was trained by the Nazi and Japanese torturers folks and so this all comes from and stems from operation paperclip which is when we brought all of the nazi scientists and engineers over here following world war ii and so we'll delve into this and bring more mk ultra and operation paperclip into the conversation we have with dana on sunday and try to fill in any of the blanks any of the big pieces that i missed while talking about this we will fill in with dana but what we're going to do tonight ladies and gentlemen is i'm going to walk you through the rest of the information that i think is important 
on this push for the psychedelics into the mainstream. And the reason why we're going to do that is I need to make you fully aware of what these guys are doing. And in this way, you'll keep your ear to the ground. You'll keep your eyes open for this. And hopefully, you will be able to avoid it. You'll be able to warn some people. You may be able to save some lives. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. My name is Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard. And you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to Pain.tv slash gold. Come over there and join us, folks. Join us at Pain.tv slash gold. It's a fine community of like-minded folks. You get the ad-free video versions of this podcast as well as the Thomas Paine podcast, and it's a great place to share intelligence. I'm meeting people there. I mean, that's where I met Dana, through Paine.tv slash gold, and now he's coming on as a guest, ladies and gentlemen. So feel free to join us over there, reach out to me, and uh, pitch yourself. If you've got something important to talk about, pitch yourself. I'd love to have you on. I want the community here to start meeting people from within the community. I think that's very important to know there's other people out there that have been unplugged from the matrix. All right, folks, let me show you this article that came up yesterday. So as I wrapped up my show on mental illness, and I was telling you they're going to start working the psychedelics into the mainstream as replacements for some of the big pharma products. Today, this article comes out on the Hill, and it was featured uh, on the Drudge Report. So it's spread far and wide, ladies and gentlemen. So this says, FDA warns of Adderall shortage. Well, GGG, folks, uh, as you'll see, and as we talked about, they want to use psychedelics in replacement of Adderall. And then all of a sudden, the FDA, who, as you know, has approved ketamine, a psychedelic, uh, used as um, basically to knock you out, okay, to knock you out during surgery. Both veterinarians and doctors use that. Surgeons use that. So they want to push in ketamine, and now the FDA is getting ready, ready to authorize um, psilocybin mushrooms um, and other things of that nature. So all of a sudden now the FDA comes out, the Food and Drug Administration posted news of an Adderall shortage this week, warning that manufacturers will not be able to meet the U.S. market demand at the current rate of production and uh someone who follow us is, uh follows us over at telegram wanted me to remind you which i thought was a great point was that the nazi pilots used adderall they used stimulants which adderall is we'll get into it uh, soon but uh they used uh stimulants to keep the pilots awake and now a large number of Americans need it just to get through their daily lives. What does that tell you, ladies and gentlemen? And since we're talking about Operation Paperclip, MK Ultra, and the Nazis, uh, that ties right in. 
It says here, while several manufacturers are still producing and supplying Adderall and its generic variants, major pharmaceutical companies are currently dealing with issues affecting their production, said the FDA in its notice. Adderall, the brand name for mixed amphetamine e-salts, is a drug commonly prescribed for ADHD and narcolepsy. The FDA said in its notice that, quote, alternative therapies, end quote, for these conditions were available and advised that patients speak with a healthcare professional on what the best treatment plan would be. So that leads me to the next question. Are the alternative therapies going to be psychedelics, ladies and gentlemen? It goes on to say, Teva Pharmaceuticals, the largest U.S. supplier of Adderall, has been dealing with an ongoing supply disruption since at least August. The FDA on Wednesday said the company was, quote, experiencing ongoing intermittent manufacturing delays, end quote. Oh, yes, all of these problems, supply chain issues, all growing out of COVID land, the high school theater production. You notice nothing has been the same since then, folks. The world has shifted. That's called the Great Reset leading into the false industrial revolution. All right, it goes on to say, Rhodes Pharmaceuticals, a subsidiary of Purdue Pharma, is experiencing a shortage of its 5 milligram bottles of 100 tablets of Adderall. The reason for the lack of availability cited in the FDA's post is, quote, shortage of active ingredient, end quote. But don't worry, kids. We'll just pump you up with ketamine. In early August, Teva told Bloomberg that the shortage was being caused by issues occurring at one manufacturing facility. The company warned at the time that these disruptions could lead to shortages going into the fall, which is what appears to have happened. Well, the shortage just happens to happen as we enter the fall going into the winter. The days are shorter. It gets darker earlier. It's damp outside, it's colder outside, all those type of things, lack of sunlight, lead naturally to a more depressive state. And so they time this perfectly, ladies and gentlemen, as the gas prices are going back up, as inflation is increasing, now they introduce uh, an Adderall shortage for all the people they got hooked on that, ladies and gentlemen. And so you're going to see... People running around crazy without their Adderall, and I just have a sneaking suspicion that the solution will be, don't worry, ketamine is on the way. Just hop on mindbloom.com, folks. Sign up there. Get your uh, consultation, and they'll start mailing you your psychedelic doses for you to start taking it home. It says many of Teva's mixed uh, amphetamine salts products are back-ordered, with most supplies not expected to be recovered until March 2023. Oh, opens right back up when the spring comes and it starts getting warmer and lighter out outside, right? So let me pop you over to the next article because this will tie you into exactly what we're talking about and the replacement, the alternative therapies that the FDA references. 
This is at psychable.com. P-S-Y-C-H-A-B-L-E.com. And this article is Microdosing Psychedelics as an Alternative to Stimulants for ADHD, folks. <laughs> See how it all ties in, ladies and gentlemen. It all ties in. And it always seems like when there is a problem, ready for the reaction to be provoked there's always a solution waiting right around the corner it's almost like this stuff is strategized why because it is let me just read you this quick it says medical editor dr david cox phd uh, behavioral uh, therapy, nutrition, exercise, sufficient sleep, and maintaining a routine are all important methods of managing attention deficit and hyperactivity disorder, ADHD symptoms. But sometimes these efforts aren't enough. It can be discouraging when the aim of achieving executive functionality similar to that of neurotypical peers requires an immense expenditure of energy, sometimes with out sufficient success stimulant medications are often effective treatments for adhd but they can be taxing on the body when taken long term and may come with undesirable side effects recently this has been leading some people to look to alternative ways to manage their symptoms it also leads some people to shooting up schools but uh you can't talk about that folks it goes on to say, there is a growing interest in microdosing psychedelics among adults with ADHD because it may have fewer harmful side effects while still providing therapeutic benefits. Sound interesting? Here's what you need to know before deciding whether or not microdosing for ADHD is right for you. Is it right for you, folks? First off, I'm 41. When I was a kid, I think one kid in my whole school had ADD and took Ritalin. There was no ADHD. None of this even existed. Now, every other kid you meet, the parent tells you they have ADHD. Which, by the way, someone I know uh, today told me they, they've got COVID right now, which means obviously they tested or they wouldn't know that. The fourth time they have it, folks, and they're jabbed. <laughs> they're jabbed, and it's the fourth time they've had COVID. Yeah, so I would trust these people, definitely. I'd start microdosing. Can we microdose to get rid of COVID? Can I trip my way out of this? All right, it goes on to say, how do I know if I have ADHD? Well, how do you know? Just say you have it and they'll give you the pills. That's how you know. There is a common misconception that ADHD only affects young males and manifests as wild, uncontrollable energy or difficulty learning. This condition can affect people of all ages and genders with a wide array of potential symptoms that differ between individuals. What I want to know is, can I cure my restless leg syndrome with psychedelics? I mean, that's really where I'd like to see this go, folks. I mean, can I be mind-bended and mind-hacked and mind-controlled, but also cure my restless leg syndrome? Folks, everyone has ADHD now. They'll tell you that. If you say, listen, at work, I have a really hard time focusing when my boring boss is speaking. Well, you know what? You have ADHD. Let's get you some Adderall. 
goes on to say, while some adults with ADHD do have hyperactive tendencies, others display inattentive type symptoms and struggle to meet the behavioral expectations of neurotypical people. (laughs) They make you feel like a loser. Now you know why there's so much depression. It may also be surprising to know that hyper-focus and relentless effort can occur just as frequently in people with ADHD. So see, this is how they cover the gamut, right? So if you display inattentive type symptoms and struggle to meet the behavioral expectations of neurotypical people, so if you're inattentive, and you and you're let's say you're creative and you can't pay attention to boring people then you will have ADHD but it's surprising to know that hyper focus and relentless effort can occur just as frequently so if you are inattentive you have it but if you're able to focus and your relentless effort you have relentless effort and you can hyper focus then you have it So you have ADHD no matter what. You see how they do that? ADHD may cause trouble with memory, organization, focus, and regulation of emotions. Impulse control can be a major concern and may be a cause of relationship and financial problems for those dealing with ADHD. Fatigue is also a frequently overlooked characteristic. You see, they they will put everyone into the box of ADHD, and that's what they've done with the children over the years. So it can cause trouble with your memory, your organization your focus and your regulation of emotions okay impulse control impulse control can be a major concern and may be a cause of relationship and financial problems right so everything is oh and by the way fatigue is also overlooked so if you get tired you have adhd so they're going to put everyone into this adhd box and you're going to see where this is going folks but because i suffer from adhd i need to take a break and snort a couple of fentanyl capsules now ladies and gentlemen i need a sip of tea i'll be right back this is dustin gold with the dustin gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold 